Hello everyone, welcome to the Unconventional Transitions. Uh, this podcast channel speaks mainly about uh, product management and technology in general. So welcome to our very first episode. In this first episode, let me give context about why we started this channel and uh, who are who are the team behind this channel so we are a, a team of three people my name is manogna and my rest of the team uh, comprises of varun and pratima and three of us are aspiring product managers and uh, we thought of starting a pop- podcast channel since a very long time because we want to discuss about products and technology three of us are very passionate about these two things and how in how products are made in technology industry and uh, how the vision behind uh, create what is the vision behind creating the, those products and problem solving so these uh, so in throughout the series and throughout this podcast uh, series that we planned is to get different product leaders from different com- companies to speak about what's the understanding behind creating the products and how they uh, create a vision and how they are solving customer problems and uh, for, for our very first session let's welcome Anjul Bahuguna uh, who has 17 years of experience in product management industry and uh, Currently, he is working as Senior Director in Polaris Wireless. Uh, Let's start off with the very first question and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. How did you land your first product job and uh, would you mind sharing your job, uh, your journey from a product manager at Technovista to a senior director of product management at Polaris Wireless and what were, what were your learnings along the way? Uh, the way I see it, we are all products. Okay, so the very first time we learned to introduce ourselves to a crowd we were managing a product we were managing ourselves we were managing or positioning ourselves to be someone that we wanted to be right so i think everyone is a product manager to start with sometimes we don't realize it right we do it very often so uh, that said i think i've been a product manager for what not 35 plus years probably since i told someone mm-hmm. my name right <laughs> but yeah uh, when it comes to digital product management my actual first exposure was working for a Singapore-based company who wanted to launch their products in India. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just working as a consultant with them. And uh, we were able to get like 1,100 plus users in one year just because we were able to identify the gap between the market and the product, right? Mm-hmm. And do it in an efficient way, in a quick way, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what, what, what happened. And that encouraged me looking at how things are working out, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a rocket science. You just have to be able to pay attention mm-hmm. and uh, listen to people who are telling what the challenges are. And uh, when I say challenges, I mean problems, not solutions, right? Mm-hmm. 
so yeah that was my first exposure and then i came to us for an mba in boston and i worked with technovista then swam mm-hmm. excela working in b2g and b2b space and over the period of time what has happened is you know uh, one develops these core skills in product management and of course the top one being the focus mm-hmm. to prioritize for yourself and to for the product itself right mm-hmm. so yeah that has been my journey it's been interesting uh, working in uh, new york east coast and then working in the bay area and you see the the difference is fundamentals in many mm-hmm. ways uh, because uh, i think bay area is more uh, forgiving with experimentation <laughs> uh, maybe new york is not the wall street effect so they're more crunch with time and stuff but the thing is uh, with products mm-hmm. if you're able to listen if you're able to uh, understand the problems people are trying to communicate then finding solution is an easier job not easy but easier than this you know it becomes very focused after that mm-hmm. yeah what what skills do you believe are significant for a successful product manager like what tools should an entry level uh, pm need to have okay well i'm not going to list jira and tools like that here mm-hmm. i think uh, we all learn them very quickly mm-hmm. uh what i want to i think focus on is what how you can develop your personality mm-hmm. you know to be able to do this job better and like i was mentioning earlier one key skill here is art of listening mm-hmm. right art of understanding a customer's concern when they're talking to you mm-hmm. paying attention identifying the problem statement mm-hmm. what mostly happens is you know uh uh if I, if you are my customer and i come selling a car right you would mm-hmm. say i say hey there's a car and you're telling me a problem but mm-hmm. i'm trying to sell you a car that doesn't work very well so if i just asked you you know what do you need mm-hmm. and probably you would also say i need a car but guess what you're asking for a you ask for a solution you're not telling me your problem mm-hmm. your real problem is that you want to be able to get from point a to point b mm-hmm. and you've already decided that that is best done by a car Mm-hmm. right probably it is better to go by train or take a flight how do we know the solution so there is a challenge inherent challenge we are all human beings that during discussions with people uh pm has to scout for the problem statement okay. it will not come up front not every customer is well aligned to this process they might not give out the problem statement mm-hmm. so the first thing mm-hmm. we should do as pms is pay attention listen properly and investigate the problem statement once the problem statement is confirmed and you have validated verified that then you can brainstorm on mm-hmm. what parts you want to focus on what solutions you want to develop right mm-hmm. so that's one primary thing mm-hmm. second is uh, what i would advise is read beyond product mm-hmm. knowledge area if mm-hmm. you are trying to build a product for let's say a restaurants mm-hmm. right don't only read about restaurants how they work and all think about the big picture you know who goes to restaurants what are, what is the trend in eating outside mm-hmm. right uh what who are the people who are eating you know who would want it more you read that kind of information because that will help you set the big picture mm-hmm. and that will help you from uh, not going into a particular space where which may not sense make sense in the next two years right mm-hmm. so what are the trends is this is it food safety 
in COVID-19 situation or is it health consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Which it doesn't have any implication on from COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say read beyond product knowledge area, understand the bigger picture, read, read a lot, right? Pay attention, attend webinars, listen again, try to see what is going on and that will help you identify trends. How do you prioritize product goals and what are the key things one has to consider while prioritizing? Yeah, right. Okay. So see, like we were talking earlier, it's it all connects the dots actually. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about identifying problem statements, right? Trying to understand the real world problems. And that's what is the, has to be real focus, right? If you do not know the problem you're solving, and nothing else matters right now from that when it comes to product mindset one is able to either address the whole problem statement or part of it whichever is you know is to be found useful and that will help generate the mission for the product mm-hmm. right and now the mission cannot be as general as you know solving world world hunger problem you know to, it's not specific at all you want to focus and you want to be able to dive down into something which you can measure at a later stage, right? Once the product evolves and becomes a very big product, like for example, Facebook with 2.4 billion users, then it, it might make sense to have that kind of a visionary mission statement for the company, for the company again. But when it talks about product, it's better to always start with mission statement, which are very focused on solving user problems. Now, once you have the mission right in there, there are two things you need to think of, the user goal and the product goal, right? This product will help the user meet a goal, achieve an objective or solve a problem, right? That has to be on top, you know, how does my product help my user solve this problem? That's one. And then at the same time, the business goals start coming into picture. Why are you doing this? Is this something for growth, which is probably uh, acquisition and activation, right? Is it for engagement because you want uh, the customers to be retained, the users of your product to come back to use your product? Or is it monetization, right? Believe it or not, ultimately it comes down to monetization at some stage, right? But that should not be your starting goal because that will, uh, you know, dilute the effort you want to spend on meeting the user goal. Remember, that needs to be prioritized. Now, considering these two, you are able to come up with some kind of a metrics which is generally referred to as a North Star metrics or the key metrics for the product, right? So I would say that is the general way you go in now. Depending on the industry, it might differ in the sense that uh, sometimes user goals and product goals uh, might uh, look uh, diverted. And if they are, that is the time to fix them, right? So it has to be driven by mission thought about both users and business business goal keeping in mind user goals can help you identify your nostra metrics and that is what you will use to align everyone in your team the nostra metrics is for everyone your senior management your uh, engineering your design team your data science team everyone uses one nostra metrics and they have to be convinced uh, after having discussed with each other What advice would you give to your younger self when you were looking to transition into product manager role? 
<laughs> yeah, good question. I think uh, if I could go back, I would ask myself to uh, listen more and talk less. That's what I would advise. You know, I uh, see. Uh, there is the if one is passionate, people uh, they end up talking and giving ideas, and which is great. But uh, as you mature through the process, one realizes that you know uh, you may be guiding the conversation in a way which it was not meant to go. So I would say you know listen more. Try to focus on them, the customer, right? Uh, don't give out solutions too soon, right? Don't jump into solutions too soon. Figure out the problem statement they have, and then you may or may not decide to pursue solving the problem for them. That's on you, right? Depending on the product strategy you have, or the company strategy you have, resources you have. So that's on you. But uh, let the problem statement be customers. So listen more for that. That's one. And the, in the in the same breath, I also want to say that uh, I would ask myself to be more empathetic towards the user, and that helps in the long run. Uh, because uh, if you can empathize, it make it your own pain point. Uh, you will be able to. You will not miss. You know when your product is not achieving that objective. So like you're talking about the product goals, right? the user goal is completely user focused as a user are they able to achieve what they wanted to right using my product am i really helping them right what are the pain points right simple things like you know how which one should, uh, menu item should be prioritized for mm-hmm. the user right how should they see it the solutions comes next but do they need it maybe there are reports they use only once a month mm-hmm. does it make sense to have them on top probably there's something they're using every day probably you know uh, rank them up uh, same thing like your news feed you know what are you interested in what you want to watch if you see them it you are more engaged right mm-hmm. so i would say develop the empathy with with the end user and i think uh, you will not go wrong there who is your who is an ideal can, uh, p a uh, product manager candidate as per your perspective and uh, in a quick resume scan what are the things that you look for an ideal uh, product manager at polaris wireless so uh, i think product manager is kind of a ceo for their own products right it's uh, they encompass everything uh, you have to have the ownership of everything you can't say ah this was designed that was this this was that no it doesn't matter would you are in this hot seat you are driving it it's better to understand that ownership up front so i'm looking for someone who does that mm-hmm. right and it comes across when you probably not look at the resume but when you talk and when you understand and you the situations they have been how they reacted to that situation mm-hmm. uh, it is it becomes a little clear you know mm-hmm. how this person is going to help us do this better what we have so what does that mean that means uh, three things number mm-hmm. one mission driven right mm-hmm. someone who is able to articulate a mission for their product depending on uh, from the user feedback that is number one so someone who has ha- who has done this exercise someone who has spent time talking to customers right number two is goals the your question the your third question i think right that uh, someone who has been able to identify product goals and the user goals both business and user goals and uh, laid out for the team and in a simple 
way so that everyone understands them right it is your uh, junior engineer can understand that a designer that can stand it a data scientist can understand it and can buy into it because uh, they was the pm should be able to evangelize all this information not do it in isolation do it with the team and make sure everyone understands it so i'm looking for that mm-hmm. metrics development while collaborating with the team mm-hmm. right and the third one i look for then is maybe a little bit of industry specific experience because it helps us i won't think it is a generic product manager requirement but it helps if you have industry specific experience mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you're saying that people who are from uh, e-commerce uh, industry uh, e-commerce should work for an e-commerce or uh, uh what do you mean by um people who are working in the same industry would be really helpful yeah what i mean is for example we are in location intelligence services right it is a niche field mm-hmm. so for us someone who has dealt with that kind of information before will mm-hmm. be able to ramp up in quickly right mm-hmm. rather than someone who has uh, maybe done e-commerce because mm-hmm. it might not have any the component right and vice versa so i'm i'm what i'm saying is it helps onboarding it helps ramping up is that the key skill for product management no it is industry expertise right and which as you grow in your career it is good to have that right because then you can focus uh pm is a very horizontal function generally speaking but one thing where i think pm has to be vertically focused is either the business domain or the industry mm-hmm. yep. we we are not super humans uh, mm-hmm. we we cannot retain every information in this world it is better to you know narrow it down and focus on them mm-hmm. yeah yeah thank you so much anjal for being there for the our very first session and giving a lot of insights about product and um, all the viewers uh, please subscribe to our channel for more interesting uh, episodes like this thank you so much meet you in the next episode